0: Creating in Color, sharing the creative endeavors of people of color. I'm your host, KB, and today I'm joined with Lachman, a storyboard artist for Rough Draft Studios whose past projects include Neantic Trailer, an Adult Swim Short, commercial work, and an After Effects puppet animator for social media. How are you today, Lachman? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm doing well as well. Thank you so much for asking. So the famous question, what is a storyboard artist? Oh, wow. The classic.
1: I think a storyboard artist is someone who's um, given like, like if it's like a script show, like they're given the script and we have to basically interpret what it will visually look like for people and pitch it to others. Like, oh, like maybe it doesn't even need to be a script. Maybe it could be an idea. And a storyboard artist's job would be to just like draw essentially what may come of that, you know, idea. And so that's, that's what I think it is. (laughs) How did you get started in the animation industry? was kind of like a long story, but like uh, I used to not want to do animation, and I was in uh, social work and psychology in a state school. And I realized I kept drawing all over my notes, and I was like, maybe this isn't what I should be doing because, like, I really wanted to help people or at least uh, feel like connected in some way to like make sure people don't feel alone. And I'm like, maybe psychology and like like I wanted to be a therapist, and I was thinking like maybe that's not the way to go. Maybe I could make and help people with my art. And so I decided to go into animation and, uh, you know, I went to SCAD and went through the whole, whole shebang. And then I got an internship at Cartoon Network. And that was when I realized storyboarding was where it was at. And that's how I kind of
0: landed that like path to go into animation. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's quite the career shift. I know yeah. it's interesting because I've had a few other storyboard artists on the show and Storyboard seems like a career that a lot of people aren't really considering going mm-hmm. through different, like, career paths or experiences, what have you. But that's such a career shift social work <laughs> and psychology, yeah, into no. storyboarding. That's amazing. so oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I think it's like I know this is like really
1: philosophical, but like people, right? We're all just essentially experiences and stories and how we, uh, kind of like, go about within our lives through our experiences. And I think because everyone has their own story, I feel like maybe connecting with people through story is a cool way to really just like, help people in some sense, like with a lot of mental illnesses that are happening, or like things that we can talk about for like, uh better mental health, actually more, that's a better term. But like yeah, I think it's like a cool way to shift, you know, even though it seems like kind of like different in my mind, in, like, in some ways, like, I think it's, In my mind, it's, like, the same in a way you could help. Not the same, but kind of the same. (laughs) I don't know. Sorry.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. That makes complete sense because – not to talk about myself for a little bit. (laughs) I used to want to be a veterinarian, Uh and, you know, certain things happened where I ended up changing my career path, and it almost felt like art was another way of moving forward that helps people and helps move people and helps uh, just – add like thought nuggets into people's brains yeah. Um, about different things to do so I totally understand what you're talking about as like it could help people mentally like I know with I love this show so I'm always going to plug it BoJack Horseman yes yes <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke. Like, sorry go ahead <laughs> no it's okay it's okay I'm, I'm glad I'm glad Ooh, we're going to have to talk after this <laughs> <laughs> But uh, BoJack Horseman, just their approach to mental health and just a whole new way of storytelling that hasn't really been done Mm -hmm. um, is just incredible. And I feel like more shows are, like, taking that leap of, like, addressing mental health and, like, developing yourself and, like, self-care and stuff. Like, with Steven Universe for, like, another crazy example of just how, like, important it is to take care of yourself. So, yeah. No, I I – yeah definitely those shows are like prime
1: examples of like why I was like oh dang you can use this as like a story way to like really I don't know just like connect in that way as just awesome so that's
0: why I kind of made that shift I was like oh this would be cool
1: to do it this way that's
0: that's so cool that's so cool and I'm curious um because obviously the likelihood of you running to another storyboard artist who has the same background as you is slim. I'm not going to say impossible, but pretty yeah. <laughs> slim. With your work, with the work of a storyboard artist who maybe just was moving forward through the art path in general, yeah. do you feel like their approach to certain character moments and acting is a little bit different than the way you might approach a character moment or acting just based off of like you being able to dive a little deeper into the character's head? Does that make sense? Um. Yeah, I think... I don't I don't think so. I don't like I mean I I don't think
1: we're that different I guess in a sense. I think what it, it, well, your question makes sense but I'm like thinking another storyboard artist and me I feel like because we're both it's like kind of lame but because we're both humans I feel like it it doesn't change how we interpret characters. right? I don't think I have like an, uh I don't know like a more deeper understanding of people because I've like taken like social work and psychology courses. I think everybody's so complex that however a storyboard artist can interpret like this character moment, it could be like maybe probably the same that I would interpret it, or maybe they would interpret it better. Like in, I I don't know. Like I think everybody's different in how they do it. And so like, I don't think I have like a deeper understanding or anything like that. I don't know if that made any sense.
0: (laughs) No, that makes perfect sense. Thank you so much. (laughs) <laughs> did you have any interest in any other industries besides animation when you made that shift into going into art I thought that I wanted
1: to be an animator like a specifically just animating and going with the motion but then I realized oh that and a lot of that's outsourced <laughs> and so I was like and also I don't really get to control the story in a sense you just get the storyboards and then you basically uh just animate with the storyboard sometimes so I thought about doing that and I did do that initially with like uh, the puppet animation, uh, like vector animation through After Effects. And it was cool, but um, yeah, I also did the career shift there. I was like, I don't wanna be an animator anymore. (laughs) Like I I wanna actually make the stories. uh, That was like one thing that I was kind of like leaning towards before storyboarding.
0: Was there much of a uh, learning curve or gap when you switched over from puppet animating to storyboarding? Yes, actually,
1: because uh, when I was puppet animating, basically, what it is, like, you get the vector images, and you basically just move the character, like, and you don't draw anything at all, right? And I've been doing this for, like, a year or so, and I basically, like, my drawing skills, like, just completely obliterated, like, itself. Like, I couldn't draw for so long. Like, I never, I haven't drawn in, like, so long, so when I picked up a pencil, I was like, how do you draw this thing? And it was so bad. And I was like, oh man, this this really sucks. So um, yeah, it was a learning curve and like I had to like basically relearn how to, to like interpret something in real life and redraw it like correctly and in perspective. And I was like, oh man, I have to go back to class. And I took a lot of online classes. I just spammed that. And then I just, you know, got myself better. Wow! Congrats! Yeah. Oh, thanks.
0: Yeah, that determination.
1: It was it was a long ride with a lot of like
0: tears. <laughs> like, how oh, can I make it? <laughs> what does your daily routine look like? Hmm. I mean, now that
1: I'm working, my daily routine sounds really boring. It's like you, I get up and I'm like, hmm. It's either I already have like a task assigned by my director, and then they're like, oh, please storyboard this section of a script or something like okay and then I'd storyboard it and then I'd ping her when I'm done and she would like you know look over it and be like hey here's some notes and then I just go back to boarding it and then once that's done you just go to the next part of the script so it's like I wake up like bored eat lunch continue boarding end of the day
0: and that's, <laughs> that's like, pretty boring living the dream pretty I love it
1: <laughs> I like <laughs> it but, I mean explaining it to someone someone would be like oh that's
0: like pretty uneventful. What is some specific roadblocks you typically try to look out for? Like what do you mean by roadblocks? Let's say your career and while you were trying to get your first gig as a board artist. Okay. Um, so a
1: lot of the roadblocks is like not knowing anyone. So like um, when I I went to school in Savannah, Georgia, right, SCAD. And mm-hmm. I uh, basically didn't really know anybody when I flew into LA. Uh, except some people from my internship and that was really good helpful to like knowing people in my internship but like I didn't really know anyone and the same sense of like my husband he's went to San Jose State and then when he like so he said he got his like first job from like someone in his school like telling him about this and since everybody was in California they all kind of just like hey hey this is this you want to join this and like oh I know this guy you want to join? and then it wasn't like that for a lot of like in my opinion, like SCAD students, because we're so like, we're like a different coast, right? Like, so uh, there's not as much of a glue. And um, that was like the biggest roadblock is just like meeting different people, just being like, hey, what are you doing? And like, oh, you're doing this. And then, and then especially since the pandemic, it's like, I, I don't, I couldn't even meet anybody. So was, um, for the longest time. So I think connections and just like knowing cool different artists was like a really big roadblock cuz like I just want to like hang out with different people and that's also what helps you like grow as an artist to become to where you are and yeah I think sorry that was really long winded
0: <laughs> no that's great yeah it's so important to it's also a little intimidating but it's really important to network and like talk to people and get to know people and share what you want to do so then like you know everybody kind of helps each other out
1: yeah I never felt like in my well, uh, in my own experience right now, and it's like a very baby experience because like, I just started. But like they're very inviting. It uh, animation people from what I've seen, like everyone just wants to like hang out and chill and like like talk and like be like tell tell all these fun stories. And I don't know. It's just I never felt like oh, it's very catty or clicky or anything. And my in my experience or anything like that. So it's fun to just meet different people. We're a bunch of nerds essentially. <laughs> How long have you been in the industry? Um, this is my first studio gig. Yeah, so I was like, oh, so like everyone I met was so cool. And I'm like, oh man, this is like and everyone's so accepting and inviting. And I'm like, oh, this is like I never felt like this before. And not like that hasn't happened in my other job with puppet animating, because I also felt like a lot of cool like connections too. And I still am like talking to them every day, but it's just more like knowing that people In the animation industry, like the whole of like like, the union, it's like everybody's super, like, super chill. I don't know. Like, it's been very fulfilling, I guess you could say. Yeah. Being here, just being able to draw.
0: How long did it take for you to get this first studio gig from when you decided that you wanted to like do it? About two years.
1: (laughs) It was really tough. Uh, I quit my job, uh, the 2D After Effects animating job on 2020 the beginning of the pandemic and I was like I don't know anyone still right and so I was just like uh, oh, but I really need to like grind and get better at drawing again and so I just like took a lot of classes like I said and then when I tried to like connect with people it's like hard to do that because it was like all through online and doing zoom calls or like something like that and yeah it took me so long because I think it wasn't just the connections but it was also I wasn't really good at storyboarding at that time. Like I, And I think a lot of people could use the benefit to know, like, um, you need to look at yourself critically, but not like too critically, but just be like, oh, I wasn't strong enough yet. And then when I look back at it and when I just started, I was always thinking, why am I not getting in? Why am I not getting in? And then I look back at my old boards and I'm like, this is why I'm not getting in. But it's cool because then you can see how much you've grown. And I think taking the classes really helped and got me to that first gig and like I think what someone said, like opportunity is when luck and something like experience aligns together, or opportunity come, something like that, or like opportunities come when luck, ah, whatever. I don't know. You,
0: you <laughs> know Basically, you gotta be ready. <laughs> yeah, you gotta stay ready, not get ready. Also, it is very important to look at yourself, your work critically, because I know, speaking from experience that sometimes you get a little too prideful, especially when you're in school or fresh out of school. You get a little too prideful in your work and you kind of feel like it's owed to you that you uh, get your first gig, that you're like automatically like running a show or whatever. And you just, maybe your skills aren't exactly there, but you got to take a step back, get proper feedback, digest it, and then act on it, which I feel like, It's fantastic that you you did that and like you came to terms with it really quick it sounds like I think
1: because yeah like I I didn't think I was like the best I just thought like man I think I'm like solid enough to like get something small like a religious job and continue but when I even look back at it like oh man this is like really bad so I think like the fear and I think a lot of it is and and this might be resonate with newer artists are coming people who graduate it's like the fear is like really showing your portfolio to professionals like i remember when i first did that someone i was just like oh man they're gonna think i suck but like that's and it's not they they think they you suck it's like i think they could see the potential but you need to have the guidance to get to where you want to really go but it's like the fear is like you don't want to hear that you're not doing well because you've worked so hard but you need to hear that you that you need to like progress more too. So it's like, I don't know. I guess you know what I'm saying, right? Like don't be afraid critique, yeah, yeah. I guess is what I'm saying.
0: No, that's fantastic. That's great advice actually. Oh, so wise. Oh, no. <laughs> <The babies>. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm a> baby. <laughs> what are some support or resources would you recommend for someone trying to break in?
1: Oh, like I said before, like uh, portfolio reviews are really great. Like uh, there's stuff with like Rise Up Animation. I think Women in Animation does it sometimes. The Animation Guild, you have like basically professionals look at your work and they basically can give you tips on how to like make it even better. And um, like another thing, like resources, I guess you could say, is like taking, if you're not the person to sit, be able to sit down and just draw something or like do something on your own schedule. Having classes is really good to just get you on like, oh, this assignment is due this week or like at the end of this week. And you're like, oh, OK, I got to really shoot for that goal. Right. And I think having your classmates do it with you and like kind of have a camaraderie thing, like you're able to kind of push yourself to uh,
0: push yourself to be able to finish it like on that on that time limit. Sometimes the anxiety of a deadline is the way <laughs> yeah. to get stuff done.
1: They say You can't <laughs> make diamonds without like pressure or something like
0: that (laughs) (laughs) so you're into anime yes (laughs) how do you feel about artists who've gotten into art from anime or just media in general and how can those artists continue to grow in your opinion
1: i think like starting like your art career from anime is awesome and i and there's a lot of like people who say like oh anime it's like No good. You need to follow the basics, you know, like the classic way of doing it. And I think, I mean, yeah, you should learn like those classic ways of like, you know, figure drawing and all those things. But anime has been growing significantly a lot. And even now, as you can see, current anime, a lot of the stuff is like pushing the limits in storytelling. Like there's so much crazy action going on and sequences that are so... Like, I don't know, it's just, like, awesome. So I think it's, like, great if you're starting off, like, your, an art career looking into that. And um, I think you definitely shouldn't just focus on anime, but at the same time, it's cool and it's good. And you can you can learn so much from the way they use their line economy to draw. So, like, I think for artists out there, like, don't be afraid to like say that's like the thing that started you just like also remember your basic principles like anatomy as well and all these other things and I think you're pretty much golden because I think anime isn't a genre at all it's a medium like we're able to tell so many different stories through that way so I don't I don't I'm not the kind of person that's like, oh, like, anime is just like, you know, children or something like that. There's so many things you could, even like, like we, were, uh, we were talking about BoJack Horseman. It's like people think cartoons are just like for kids, but like BoJack mm-hmm. is like a lot of like mature themes going on. I think animation shouldn't be considered in general, anime specifically, but like it shouldn't be considered something that's like, oh, not able to progress in your art because you started from this or whatever.
0: What was your upbringing like? Ooh,
1: can get back to my old sad anime backstory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it was it was a tough upbringing, and I think that's why it made me want to be into social work and psychology. And I'm gonna preface this by saying, like, not all Chinese families are like this. Not all like it's definitely not the case. But I do know that there are some who do feel like this. And when I was born, like my father's side of the family, they're very traditional. They knew I was a girl and they were like really disappointed. They're like, oh, why can't we have a son or, you know, and there was always this sense of like trying to compete with my older brother to show that like, I'm just as good as he is, you know, like I could do this. And, and then also like with my home life, there's also like school life. Um, A lot of kids like bullied me because I was like the only like Asian person in the whole school, essentially, aside from my brother and a few others, but like, it wasn't very diverse at all. And so I kind of always felt like, the outcast in a sense. I never felt quite like people at school or like any kind of, uh, any kind of place here. And then even when I went back to Hong Kong, they're always like, oh, you're not Chinese, you're American, right? And so there was never a sense of belonging. I've always felt like I had to like, be someone who I'm not. And I think uh, growing up, it made me feel really like kind of isolated or alone. Sorry, it's becoming like a therapy session, but like oh, it's okay, it's okay. But the idea is like, I felt this way, and I'm like, man, I wonder how many other people feel this way too. And it wasn't like I was like completely alone. Like I had friends in high school too, but it was just more like there. There's something you know you don't feel that same connection to, like. And I think maybe that's why I wanted to make my own stories and my own drawings and be like, oh, like this is something we could talk about, like through through this medium i i guess it's just like really i haven't really conceptualized the idea yet but i think it would be a really cool way to like push my art and storytelling too through my own experiences
0: that way so that's that's what yeah. bringing you're speaking a lot of like my experience too because like i was one of like a handful of black kids at my school and mm-hmm. would constantly be referred to like even up until i was like started working in like different careers where people are like oh you're not black because you don't know this obscure rapper i feel like animation can kind of help because everyone's just nerdy and you're yes. like oh, yeah I also like nerd stuff too Let's exactly. talk about it. you get it i think you're able to, like yeah like we're,
1: you're, you're able to understand what i'm saying yeah like mm-hmm. that's the feeling of it yeah and i think this would be really cool to try to like figure out i guess in a way
0: Outside of work, what kind of hobbies, side hustles, or interests do you engage in? Ooh, I'm a amateur
1: gardener. <laughs> I'm trying to grow my own dragon fruit, and it is failing. <laughs> it's not growing any taller. That's ambitious. There's like a whole market for it. Well, not really a whole market, but like basically if you grow your dragon fruit, and I don't know if you've ever seen one, but they're like really big plants and they they don't look very pretty, but they like grow out these like branches and they overhang and then they grow fruit off of it. If you like cut like a cutting of it, you could make, you could sell that cutting for like 20 bucks or something like that. And they just keep growing, right? So then it's like, you have like infinite supply. So I was like, oh, this would be cool to do. But you know, I'm not very good at gardening, so it didn't grow to the best of its ability so now I'm just you know hanging out other different plans but other besides that I also like uh you know play video games uh I like to build computers I like to build Gundams like all I'm kind of like into those kinds of things yeah
0: (laughs) and you're working on writing your own stories too
1: yeah yeah I, I have been trying to like think of something for so long and I've been just like listening to a lot of different like um YouTube videos and stuff like how do you do world building or like how do you, what's like what makes a character, you know, like in terms of writing and it's just like so a lot of a lot of information to process.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What form of medium do you think you're gonna like move your story into? Do you think you might pitch it around to be a show? Do you think you might try to make it into a comic? What are you thinking? How are you feeling? I
1: would like it to be a show. That's like the biggest dream. But I'm such a baby right now. I can't really conceptualize it either. Like, I just, I know that's like a future dream, excuse me, but right now, uh, yeah, just probably in the infancy of trying to figure it out. Like, yeah, but definitely a show, definitely an animated show. Nice,
0: nice, nice. And on that note, what do you feel are the next steps in your journey? Ooh,
1: Get more, get more storyboarding experience underneath my belt. And then, yeah, just. Figure out how to make a show, I guess. <laughs> That's the dream. <laughs> I think everyone wants to be a show run. Oh, not everybody. There's a lot of stress. But a lot of storyboard artists, I think, want to direct, too. So um, I think that is something that I would like to try out
0: later on. Later on. Later on. Now is the time for rapid questions. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> this is when I will ask you a series of questions, and you just try to answer them as fast as possible are all you right. ready well let's do it all right so favorite color red favorite number five. <laughs> oh, favorite animal oh, damn. uh <laughs> favorite animal i do oh, man i'm just tough i don't have like a favorite animal <laughs> do you want to break how about favorite reptile Reptile? I like uh bearded dragon. Those are pretty cool. <laughs> Me too! I want one so bad. Uh, <laughs> they're really cool. I like any reptile.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I tell you like, what's your favorite animals? Like I can't
0: they're all really cool. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I, yeah. I try to put some tough ones here. Yeah. Favorite number? Who even asked that? I uh, already I already had one ready for you. <laughs> well that was perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, favorite smell. Favorite smell. <laughs> um,
1: dang, that one's tough, too. I guess any of my mom's baking because she bakes really like cool stuff. And so every time she's baking stuff, it's like, what's that? What's that? <laughs> that's my favorite smell. Whenever I smell something that my mom is like baking in the kitchen or whatever.
0: Oh, that's a sweet yeah. answer. Coffee or tea?
1: Oof, I love coffee. Coffee is the best. I but I can't drink it anymore cuz it makes my heart beat too fast. Like I like get really like anxious, but the taste and flavor immaculate. Love it. Can you do decaf? <laughs> I can do decaf, yeah, but then it's like, okay, okay. like I, I feel like I'm 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 lying to
0: myself. But yeah, I should just do decaf. <laughs> what is your favorite fairy tale? Fairy tale. Fairy tale.
1: I like, I like a lot of the really old, what is it? The Grimm's Tale? Like, or not Grimm's Tale. There's like the classic fairy tales, but they're to- like originally really dark and really messed yes. up. Those, yeah, okay. It's not like that's what I like want from people. It's just like how messed up this like tale is, you know? It's like intri- intriguing to me. And then it's like, you tell this to kids and that's like interesting. Like, oh, what are you telling me? The- I haven't read like, I just read summaries online, like, well, oh, this is kind of messed up. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, really, I think any of those, like, oh, those are, I wouldn't say my favorite, but they intrigued me the most, I guess you could say.
0: Like, I would definitely want to read some of them. Dang. Which one was it? Cinderella were the, the evil stepsisters. Evil. Yeah. Stepsisters, they cut off their toes to try to fit into Yeah, Cinderella I was like, shoes. That's, that's messed up. Or,
1: like, there's, like, the one with, like, Little Mermaid and... The prince was actually like a complete jerk, and he made her like dance on like the sand or something. But the she had legs, but the legs weren't fully formed legs. I, I don't know if I'm remembering. Oh,
0: the song. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what story
1: that one is. Oh, that sounds like messed up. Grimms- I want to read it. Yeah, it's another groom's one, and so she's like dancing, it's like hurting her a lot. So, anyways, that's that's like whoa, that's like who came out with
0: this? <laughs> <laughs> What's the best song to wind down to? To wind down to, jeez. I guess any
1: classical music would do. Like I love, like classical stuff. But (laughs) when I'm thinking of music, the only time I really listen to music is when I'm working. And the Mm -hmm. ones I'm listening to when I'm working, it's like really hype music. And I would, (laughs) and I also listen to Britney Spears work, bitch. And so you want a Lamborghini? Lamborghini? Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah, same. (laughs) It's like I I want a Maserati. I want to look hot in a bikini. I better work,
0: bitch. <laughs> 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 that's like what I wor- listen to when I work. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. So thank you so much for answering oh, it. That's- yep. I-, I actually feel like that's probably the best answer. And there's no better answer than that. Uh, <laughs> cake or pie? I love cake.
1: I'm a, I don't know why. I just, I like the, the sponginess of a cake. And then there's like the light cream of the cake too. It's like, top tier
0: for my in my opinion <laughs> and cakes can be in tears haha dad oh, joke uh, <laughs> so Caller texts. text and I, I suck at both of them <laughs> I guess I guess like
1: calling would be much more ideal because then I could actually listen to the tone of their voice and like I guess whenever I text it's like oh I'm saying something jokey
0: and it's like what how could you say that? It's like that's not what it is. <laughs> so I guess calling. Have you seen that Key and Peel skit where it's like the two of them are texting back and forth and one of them's just like being real chill and the other one's like, oh, so he wanna fight? <laughs> <laughs> oh so good. It's so good. <laughs> Those are masters at skits. mm <laughs> Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Would you prefer a night out? Like, pretend, you know, there's not a pandemic happening. <laughs> Would you prefer a night out or a night in? Dude, that's tough, too. Because, like, I really like
1: going and seeing my friends. But then I also like just sitting and doing nothing and watching anime or playing Pokemon or something like that. And it's, like, the same question of, like, are you introverted or an extrovert? And I lean more towards introverted, but... Like I still love going out, so I guess, I guess I'd say staying in. <laughs> <Yeah>, I'm sorry, it <laughs> was really long-winded, but I, I love both. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, pick a word that starts with the letter V that is not a name for a person, place, or thing. A word with V. Hmm. Venom. Or, or you mean a noun? No, venom's fine as long as you're not talking about like the Marvel character. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of like, I don't know what. I think just poison. I think we're talking about reptiles. God, you're so cool.
1: <laughs> uh, <what? laughs> I was just thinking about reptiles before.
0: <laughs> no, I love it. Wow. I didn't even think of Venom at all. That's These so hard good. Word <laughs> hard <letters>. It is. <laughs> That's why I pick it. I only pick difficult ones. If you said Q, I'd be screwed. I wouldn't know what to say. Dang, I should have said Q. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lochmon, for speaking with us today. It's been a pleasure. Do you have any social media you would like to share with us?
1: Yeah, uh, anything um, Loch nessmon. It's L O K N E S S M O N, like the Loch ness monster. I've commandeered every social media of Loch ness Mon, so it's probably most likely me if you want to follow me there.
0: <laughs> Perfect also very adorable i thank love you. it <laughs> easy to remember yes and thank you the listener for tuning in please follow creating in color on instagram and twitter and feel free to submit any questions for upcoming guests through our social media or creating at gmail.com if you're interested in following me you can find me on instagram youtube or and Twitch.tv at Maybe It's KB. Thanks to Namikaze for creating the ending theme. You can find more of his music on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com/slash Namikaze. That's N-A-M-I-K-A-Z-E. Thanks to everyone sharing Creating in Color with their friends, family, and coworkers. Ugh. We really appreciate any word of mouth or even help. Blah blah blah. Even helping to push our hashtag on social media. Hashtag Creating in Color cast. Also, ooh, season three, fun times, we have a donation message from Armando saying, get off your bum and do the thing you've been wanting to do. Thank you, Armando. I think I shall get off my bum, and I hope others will follow as well. <laughs> if you are interested in joining our donors list, you can make a one-time or monthly donation through our PayPal or Coffee account, coffee.com slash creating color, or by purchasing Creating in Color merch off of Star Rain Studios on Etsy. Links available via our link tree. Before we wrap up, do you have any departing words of wisdoms for everybody listening? Keep going, persevere even though it's really tough and it seems like there's no light at the end. You got this. you can keep going do it. That's it. Ah I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. This Oh thank you. Thank you. This has been creating a color. Keep striving, keep trying, keep creating. Bye. Bye.